0: Are you actually recording?
1: I'm always recording, but no, yeah. that's not true of it. Oh, yeah. Once. One time. One
0: time. That was that one time. That one time. Was it Sizzle? Yeah, it was. Yeah. This guy out of Philly. No. Uh, Ohio. Central Ohio. Ohio. No, Central Ohio. And we, it was a great conversation. We were 17 minutes in. <laughs> and hadn't Seven been minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm embellishing. <in Bellagume. laughs> Still brutal. Yeah, it was, no, no. It was well, because he was telling a great story, and we had to go back and re- retell it. <laughs> it was like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics Promotional Products and Design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D Y E R O I L.com.
0: Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel. I'm that other guy. That's Nick. We're on the road again. It's a, it's a show about and other Other stuff stuff,
1: things Um, whichever um, brand we chose
0: we're on the road we're in downtown blue springs at east 40 brewing it's like homecoming you are an east and east you're not east 40 boy you've never been here but (laughs) rude but anyway you're a blue springs i'm a blue springs boy blue springs for those who don't know blue springs is right outside of kansas city right right let's walk through the show we got nate and we got dan and we got dan david david David. why did i say dan him too Hello, Dan, Dan's in the back. <laughs> How's it going?
1: Changing
3: the manager and the, man in the right now. at uh Eddie's
0: 40. <laughs> <laughs> forty. Welcome to the show, guys.
3: Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being <laughs> here. Like, who should talk first? What, where, where's Dan? <laughs> Dan, <laughs> somebody get Dan. He, he's always good at this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's getting fired. <laughs>
0: No, this is our. This, this is your first time here. I've been here a bunch of times because you know, you know me. I go to breweries.
1: Well, you know, you get out more. Yeah, this is one of the nice. You're not a shut-in.
0: No, I'm not. You, <laughs> one of the, what's the what's the phrase when you're shut-in? Infirm in, in and shut-in or something. Yeah, that's stupid. But no, this is one of the most um, fun tap rooms I think in Kansas City area. It's super rustic.
1: Love the. I love the space. Yeah, here. the
0: decor is is, is awesome. Um, they've got really cool sinks. Uh, shout out to Brian Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, David, um, I've known you for, shoot, years now from the ZZ Hops days. Uh, at what point, well, you know what, let's even go back further than that. Everybody has a beer story. I'm sure you have one. What was what was the first, what were you drinking before you started drinking craft beer? Were you, what kind of stuff were you drinking back in the day?
4: Mm, well, Yeah, started like a lot of people and uh, drank a lot of not good beer uh before getting into craft beer um so yeah college days included a lot of uh Keystone Natty Light <laughs> and the like but uh we mixed in some craft beer there i think you know it's kind of throughout college that yeah. started you know being turned on to craft beer and more and more you know drinking that when uh we're feeling rich and uh
1: when your fancy friend came over right <laughs>
4: Um, but yeah, it was really kind of like post college, uh, grad school. Definitely by that time, was definitely you know drinking craft beer and kind of you know drinking the the big sky and um, you know Sierra Nevada. And were those all that. were those kind of your entries to
0: good beer? You think?
4: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know if you consider like. <coughs> Killian's Irish Red, you know, that was kind of mixed in there in, yeah, in high know, that, school and college. That, Does that know, fall
0: under? You know, if you remember, Kraft wasn't called Craft at one That's point. That's true. So, But I would drink Killian's because it was different. You know, it was something different. I'm like, what's this red beer? For sure. You know, so, uh, you know. That was
1: so, when they all, like, were, all the bigs were creating all those sub-brands, right? Yeah, yeah. They all had their Red look, dog. And, right. <laughs> red you dog. You know, all the weird. <laughs> Everything. Was, everybody had at least two different ice brews.
0: Yep. <laughs> right, 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 yep. right. Nate, what about you? What, what what were you drinking before you were drinking the good stuff?
5: Yeah, for me, it's definitely like the cheap light beer, kind of whatever you can convince older kids to buy for you. Um, <laughs> and then after I turned twenty one, that's when I kind of started drinking. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so like Yingling um, was big there, and then like David said, like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale was one of the first kind of craft beers I got into. And there was like this really good beer bar where I went to college that had you know, like all the European beers and stuff. So we'd go in there and, you know, have lunch and like have like a Chimay or two or something like that. Oh, you were
0: super
3: fancy. Oh.
5: Yeah. Well, and then you got the receipt and you're like, oh, fuck, what do we just do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we can't come here yeah, every week. Chimay like, is this cheap, is, man. yeah. But so that was kind of the gateway into it. And then it's like, oh, man, like there's all this stuff out here. And you start, you know, learning and trying. And then, you know, there's a brew pub in my college town, too. So, like, my dad liked going there when he came to town, even before – I could drink, and then so you know it was nice to be able to actually enjoy it once uh yeah. once you came of age. I feel like
0: the, like the East Coast is a different beer experience than than here, you know, because again you've got Yingling here, you know we don't get it here, and people are still like, oh my God, you got Yingling in your fridge? Right. What the hell? You know, right. and up there it's probably, it's like
5: it's just around. It's yeah, just it's a beer, right? Like, yings and wings is like the the bar special <laughs> at every every hole in the wall. Wait, you know,
1: n- so. now I'm I'm craving craving wings uh, and yeah. Yingling. <laughs> yeah.
5: And some wings. Yeah,
1: we'll see and what, wings and wings. We can see
0: if we can find you some wings. <laughs> so, so David, um, obviously you were a home brewer. Yep. At what point did you decide I'm good? I'm. Uh, did you always have a brewery in the back of your head when you, when you were home? Because I remember you. You were a really good home brewer. I do remember that.
4: Thanks. Yeah. No, I think it's always, um, you know, it was always kind of a dream, you know, and over the years, varying levels of seriousness of you know whether we could make this thing happen or not. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really until uh, the end of 2016, beginning of 2017 is when kind of flipped the switch and or made the decision, you know, I'm going to open a brewery or try. And so that's when I, you know, really started planning it and, uh, you know, putting pen to paper and writing a business plan and all the research that comes along with that. Um, so yeah, it was basically most of... 2017 kind of spent planning and researching and then you know trying to put the components together because um, we actually ended up you know to make a, a long story short um ended up getting uh, financing for being able to buy this building and you know get all our equipment everything um, the it was halloween i think 2017 so um you know november 1st we got the keys and got in here and started knocking shit out do you remember what it was that flipped
1: the switch though back in 17 like what was it finally made you like lock in and say i'm gonna do this
4: uh not in particular i mean i think you know like i said over the years was always kind of back and forth on on whether you know it's a good idea and um not whether it was a good idea but whether you know i thought i could make it happen but um you know i think that was always tied to like, well, how well's, you know, my job going at this point, you know, the, uh, corporate job kind of thing going. And, and I don't think that that was the impetus because, you know, I didn't dislike my job. Um, but it was just kind of a, it's just where I was at in life. Um, you know, kind of came down to a, what better time than the present to, to get started and, you know, they start planning for it and see if it would work, and ended up working.
0: Now, look, looking back, because now you're, you can look in the rearview mirror. Did you do you look back then? Like, was I naive, or was I, was I? I mean, what, what what's your thoughts about it now? Because obviously you, have, you, you can reflect now,
4: right? Sure. Um, definitely, definitely some, uh, yeah, definitely naive, you know, at times. But um, you know, don't regret anything. I mean, you know. Going through that process and actually, um, you know, being able to to get financing to do all this stuff, I mean, that was the most difficult part, I think, and the most nerve-wracking part. Um, you know, once we got the doors open, it's all kind of been a lot easier. It was, you know, from mid-2017 to mid-2018, you know, from, like, getting really serious about it to closing on our loan to actually getting into construction and putting it all together. Um, that was probably the most stressful part of it all.
0: I don't know if, if we'll call this a stroke of, of genius, but, you know, we've got a lot of friends who have breweries. But you don't brew,
4: and that was probably intentional, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you're, you're the owner, but you, you're just like, I'm going to hire a brewer.
4: Yeah, it wasn't actually Yeah, part of the plan initially. I thought I was going to do all of it, um, but... And that was probably part of being naive, too, is thinking that I would be able to do all that. So once we got a lot closer to opening, um, realized that, yeah, we needed some help. And uh, that's when uh, I tell you the whole connection, how it happened. But that's how we got introduced to Nate and started talking to him and um, decided to bring him on board. Found some other sucker to do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So, Nate, where were you at, at the time? What, what, what were you doing before uh, you, were, you met with David? And
5: yeah, so here? before meeting with David, I was in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and I was brewing there for a brewery called Roundabout Brewery. Um, my wife is from Kansas City, so we had just kind of talked about one day, you know, kind of wanting to move back to this area or just, you know, what would it take for that to happen? Um, you know, and obviously. The brewing community can be so uh, like close knit, you know, within like your specific market. That oftentimes, like things won't even get posted, kind of right. to a large national audience. So it's like, man, like I don't know what what circumstances could arise that would give us the opportunity to move or what, this and that. Um, and then she actually happened to work back in college with Matt, David's business partner, um, and just saw like on Facebook basically that he was involved with a brewery that was opening, and she's kind of dropped a line like hey that's really cool my husband's a brewer you know if you ever need help one day keep us in mind like maybe trying to move back someday and I forget it was kind of maybe a month later or something he kind of reached out and was like so we're actually kind of maybe in the market for a brewer and that just you know that was the introduction we kind of talked a few times and went from there and came out and met the guys and saw the space and you know talked about things and yeah, yeah that's kind of how it worked out
0: what's what's your what's your background obviously you were brilliant in Pennsylvania did you start out as a home brewer? What, what's your What's your history?
5: I didn't. So basically, after college, um, 2008, I didn't have a job and moved home, thinking figure it out this summer, and then you know, job market totally crashes that yeah. year. It's like, <laughs> all right, I got 2008. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to do something. So I just started working uh, as a server and bartender at like the little brew pub in my hometown. Um, they only brewed like once a month at that location. They were part of like a couple location little group. Um but I just started sitting on brew days, thought it was kind of cool and figured if I could talk about the process, maybe I'd make better tips and just yeah. kind of started helping out and that's how I kind of got my feet wet um and then fast forward I move move away from home, move to Pittsburgh for just a corporate gig uh, It's like two thousand eleven kind of before you know breweries really started kind of growing up like yeah. there wasn't really many jobs I could get with my experience for that um and then kind of a couple years of the corporate grind and I was like, this isn't for me and places were popping up and was able to kind of get my foot in the door somewhere just part-time um and I just kind of grew from there. Very cool. Yeah.
1: So I I'm curious though like what was the what was that process of when you realized, yeah, I'm not going to do everything. I'm going to bring I need to get somebody else to come in and take over part of it and your Yeah. decision for brewing.
4: I think it was I don't know. I think it was, <laughs> you know, we I don't know. Re- realizing I that, that brewing on its own, you know, is a full time job and that there was so much else involved with running a brewery besides brewing beer, um, and realized that that also was a full time job, um, that there just wasn't enough <clears throat> hours in the day to do all that. And I know that some guys do, and, um, they're crazy but yeah uh, yeah we were uh my wife and i um having a kid at the same time so she was born um during the construction process you know months before we opened so
1: that's not stressful no no no. i can't looking back on that my
5: wife and i just had our first last may so she's about 10 months now and i keep just keep thinking like david was opening a brewery right now like what a sick (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. twisted. Yeah. I don't know that you're ever
1: prepared for your first kid, but, yeah, that would... That's yeah,
5: yeah. so timing the Same time, yeah. yeah. It's all <laughs> yeah. those extra hours spent, you know, demoing stuff and trying to put up walls and, yeah.
4: So, huge uh, shout-out to my wife for, yeah. you know, shouldering all that. But, Thank you know, you that, for putting that was up the thing is, you know, <laughs> I couldn't be here, you know, 20 hours a day doing everything. You know, needed to be able to spend some time at home. Yeah. Um, you know, so... You know, me,
0: uh, Nate and I have a sixth degree of separation story. I was at Fresh. Where does Fest. Kevin Bacon fall in this? I, well, yeah. he's probably around somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I was at Fresh Fest. That was 2019.
5: I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. it was
0: 2019, and I, I had met somebody at the beer festival, and we got to talking. And and somehow she's like, "Yeah, my friend," or I don't know what, what what relationships you had, but she's like, "Yeah, my friend's gonna be the brewer. He's a brewer. He's 40." I'm like, in Kansas City?
3: Yeah.
0: I'm all the way in Pittsburgh, <laughs> and. I hear Nate's name. It was like the craziest, weirdest thing. I'm like, well, I'm, th- I'm going to have to go find out, find out right. who this dude is.
5: <laughs> then another friend texts me a selfie of him with you, and is like, look who I found, and you might have been wearing a KC hat or something. I'm like, <laughs> and we hadn't met yet, but I was like, I recognize him. He's kind of well-known in the beer scene. Like, I haven't met him yet, but I know who he is. <laughs> the ambassador. <laughs> yeah, to to go all the way to beer. Pittsburgh to,
0: no, to, to, find, to find Nate. That's, right. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. What's, what's been – obviously, you kind of grew up in a different part of the country, Sure. Um coming here and the beer scene, what's, what's the differences? I, I mean, I, I've been to Pittsburgh. I know it's, it's a different vibe than it is in Kansas City. What, what, what's your take on that?
5: Yeah, I mean, like city to city, um, there's some similarities, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Like, they're both kind of blue-collar towns. Um, Pittsburgh, everything is a lot more condensed, it feels like, just because of the, kind of the topography. You know, like the rivers, those hills around there, like it feels like a tighter, older East Coast city kind of. Um, whereas Kansas City, like there's room to grow here. You know, I'm always amazed at the amount of parking, like and, like just <laughs> things even like downtown crossroads, like they're wider streets. Um, so stuff like that kind of stands out just immediately to me. Um, beer scene wise, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like there's a lot of parallels and similarities, um, you know, like there's all sorts of different kind of approaches and segments or ways you kind of want to diver- I don't want to say like diversify, but like find your niche or find your lane or what you're passionate about and kind of go in those yeah. routes. So I think there's a lot of overlap there. Um, Seems to be a lot of
0: like neighborhood breweries there. Very I mean, much so. When we were there last right, year, yeah. we, you know, we're going to this brewery, Like it's on somebody's side street. Yeah. Somebody's house is across the street. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool.
5: It's a very neighborhoody city.
0: Like they yeah. have strong yeah, identities. What was the 412? 412, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, was, was in there. Right in the middle of the neighborhood? Yeah, it was in somebody's neighborhood. It was it used to be somebody's storefront. and They just oh, we're gonna put a brewery right here. So, and yeah. that was the only business on the street. Gotcha. Well, except for another brewery. For another <laughs> brewery. Yeah, it was another brewery <laughs> down the street. I'm
5: trying to think. Four one two is that like, you guys may not remember, but like Northside, Allegheny City kind of yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. I yeah. yeah. That's it was, I, think it I think
1: it was the last mostly sober place. We that, stopped. <laughs> that was that was that's
0: when we learned that you know if you're riding a a, a scooter that in in Pittsburgh, they won't let you park just anywhere. Yeah, Some there are certain areas you can You try. have yeah. to park it outside of that neighborhood, or, or it won't, won't no, you turn don't, off.
4: You don't just dump it in the middle of the street like you no, do no, you, else. No,
0: Kansas City's you know fun like that. Just, <laughs> just leave them anywhere. <laughs> just drop you know and saying? go. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Let's drink so a mystery we beer. Met our, we met our friends at four one two. We did. We yeah, spent we, the rest yeah. of the evening with. Just they drove us all over Pittsburgh yeah. to breweries and. Yeah, they, were nice. really, they We
0: could have been killed or, or entertained. And we entertained. we got entertained. Yeah, you ready for a mystery beer? A time. So this is a mystery beer bag. There was a hole in it, dude. I don't know what the hell happened. Like it burned. I don't know. Anyway, it's not big enough for the <laughs> beer to fall out of. So, um, as you can tell, it I'm came gonna be sad from, if we have to get a new it, mystery. It came back. from a golf course. Uh, shout out to my dude Tony. He won't tell us what golf course it came from. Fair enough. So, but we're gonna have a mystery beer David, you can do the honors. So this, this we'll is this is how we're, the rules. The rules. So the rule is, um, you're gonna we're gonna guess the ABV. So when you pour this beer, don't look at the ABV, but you can tell us what style it is, who it's from. And then we'll guess the ABV. Uh, price is right rules, right? Right. Close um, without going over. Yeah. And yeah. the winner. And the winner gets to drink the, the rest of the can. Oh, so. <laughs> deal. <laughs>
1: By the way, the other part is I'm always wrong.
0: So, hey, one yeah. of these days. So if you happen to see the, the ABV, that's fine. But you can, you can tell us uh, tell us who it's from. You're going to have to pick up your
4: microphone, though, I'm sure. All right. So we have got the Jay Wakefield Brewing Pills, Pills, Pills. There you go. I don't know what style it is. It doesn't <laughs> say. Logger, <laughs> right? It's uh, a logger,
5: right? I don't think an imperial style.
4: That's yeah, that's
0: don't bring
5: that up, right, Nigel?
0: Yeah, they're out of uh, Miami, Florida. I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty popular. I'm trying to think, what the hell, I got that beer? You know, beer karma is real. Somebody probably just gave it to me. You know. Fair enough. Oh, I know. You know, I you know gave me the, got me that beer. Uh, Megan Lynn. Shout out to Megan. Because she goes out of town and brings good things back, so before we drink these, Nigel, yeah,
1: we got to do a little love, Virginia. What are we? What are we starting oh, with? Oh
0: yeah, we we need to tell Junior. We need to tell Junior what we're drinking. Um, I'm drinking the quarter quarter from now. Junior does come here, so he's he he's a Blue Springs person as well. What what's uh, what uh, beer are you drinking? I've got the Rick Trek IPA. That's a good one. And what do, you, what do you have? I believe I have the Jackson County Commons. That's
5: correct. There we go. That's what I'm drinking Okay, as well. there you go.
0: So, Junior updated, and now we've got the Pills, Pills, Pills. Let's see
4: what this is all about.
1: It seems light for a stout. <laughs>
4: <laughs> smells like beer.
0: It does smell like beer. So, full disclosure, that can... Probably sat in my car for a couple of weeks and then got refrigerated, you know. But it was cold, so it's been cold, so it it's been always cold. been cold. <laughs> but it has been riding around in my, in my vehicle <laughs> for a few weeks. I'm like, well, let's put that on the show. That's fair. I guess it's, yeah, it's a nice, it's crisp. Yes, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah nice little, summer drinker. You know,
5: little bit of bitterness, tastes good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say ABV about four point two. Anyone else want to guess?
5: That's where I was going, so I guess I'll say 4.3. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go up one, 4.4. 4.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, I was going to go higher, but price is right. I guess I don't have to, so no. I'll go 4.4. 4. Did you actually see the ABV on the can? I did not. You want to take a gander? Drum roll. We,
1: we don't have sound effects.
5: We not work on that. Yeah.
4: That'll be in next year's budget. And the winner is? What was it? Me with 4.4. 4. It is 4.8.
3: Oh. Oh. We're at 4-4. Yeah, we both have yeah. 4-4. Four, four, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to go you, one higher. You could have go won, but yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah.
1: If you just played the game right, you would have
5: won.
1: Somebody needs to watch Price is so, Right before the next episode. That's all I'm, I'm going to throw I, that I, I've
0: there. watched it
4: recently. Well. He obviously has it. Well, so, can we get I, Dan on the show? Can we get so, Dan?
0: Or is, is Dan back there? <laughs> yeah,
4: this is a uh, German-style pilsner, oh, okay. by the way, and that, it is made in Miami, Florida. That makes sense. German-style. So let's
0: talk about this building. Um, how would you describe the decor, David?
4: Uh, rustic, I think. You know, we... Um, incorporate a lot of barn wood and um a lot of wood in general uh we have some nice big live edge walnut slabs in here and uh just wanted to make it kind of cozy homey and comfortable um i think we achieved that yeah i I think so
1: a little bit of barn
0: a little bit of saloon yeah yeah there's a barn door right over there
4: Good observation. There we go. Barn door. We got a swinging door over at the end of the bar, so I'll you see? got your saloon. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also have, as we found out, you know, before
4: we started the show, you've got some newfangled things on this building. Tell us about that. Uh, we well, we just recently uh, finished out an event space in yeah. the back of the building. So that's called the the mill room. Um, that's actually got a kind of different decor than up front. We were going a little more modern back there. Um, kind of more neutral colors not um, a lot or not really any wood um, just to kind of make it neutral and um, you know so people can kind of decorate it the way that they would like Um, but yeah we added on an additional patio along with that space back there Um, so when people rent it out and they get the inside which has a capacity of 100 people and they get the outside patio too which has seating for another 80 people yeah um, so yeah, we got that open last September and, uh, have had several events, uh, end of last year and we've got a bunch of stuff booking up for this year. Um, so that's kind of where our, um, you know, our new opportunities, um, for booking that and, um, you know, being able to provide a bar back yeah. there for them. You also, you taught, you tell me about the solar. Oh, sure. So, um, Cause
0: that's kind of unusual for, for a brewery. I'm, I'm going to guess.
4: Yeah, so as part of our initial build out, um, you know, back in 18, um, we kind of included that in the in the plans for that and in the budget for that. Uh, so we have a 33 kilowatt uh, solar array on our rooftop here, and that offsets around 50% of our uh, electric usage here. Um, but yeah, I was telling you that we're uh, looking to potentially add on to that because um, we want to. Cover this patio with some shade, and uh, looking at the possibility of doing that with a solar canopy that would provide the shade and also expand the the solar array that we have. So was
0: that uh, was that something personal to you to do solar, or what? With what, what business sense, what 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 drove that?
4: Yeah, somewhat. So I've actually um, kind of got a background in renewable energy. Um, it's actually the job that I was working uh prior to the brewery and actually uh, still work for on a part-time basis um did uh wind and solar energy development and that's uh large scale like utility scale so not like these types of projects but uh something that i've you know been passionate about like that's what i went to you know grad school for was because i wanted to get into that industry and um so yeah very passionate about renewable energy so i knew that you know, want to do solar here, we've solar on our house, Um, you know, because it's, you know, good for the environment, but also, you know, it's a good kind of, you know, economic um, choice, you know, it's going to save us money, you know, we'll pay it off in six, seven years, you know, in electric savings, and then you're just generating free energy, you know, from there. It
0: seems like breweries, as much energy as they use, it's almost like a no-brainer, you know? I'm right. Su- I'm surprised a lot of uh, – I'm sure there's other breweries that are doing the same thing, but I'm, I'm guessing you're probably the only one doing that in Kansas City.
4: Uh, you know know, I others? know I of a couple others. I mean, Boulevard, I think they've uh, – Well, have I mean, pretty they much. don't um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they've got pockets full of money. I mean, they can do <laughs> whatever the hell they want, right? <laughs> I know that uh, – They're actually, a little ahead of the game. <laughs> Uh, Brewery Imperial actually has a nice uh, oh, solar pergola, kind of okay. like what I'm looking to, ah, to gotcha, add on gotcha, to. gotcha, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and those are really nice because, you know, depending on how you do it, it's just um, you can get, like, some light through it, so you actually get, you know, kind of some – you get the protection, but it's not actually blocking all of the light. Yeah. Uh, so I think those are pretty nice. That's pretty cool.
1: Well, that's a – what a great thought that would be. Like, I can get to a point where 100% of your energy –
4: yeah, that'd or be even awesome. Close. I mean, uh, even yeah. getting close is just incredible. That's huge. That's yeah, because, I mean, we, we don't brew with electric, well, except our pilot system. You know, it uses natural gas, but, you know, just everything else with running, you know, uh, not, for not frid- just a brewery, but just a you know, running, bar restaurant. a large restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> and just bar. with all the air conditioning, all <laughs> yeah. the coolers, the walk-in cooler, all the different fridges and freezers and all that stuff just uses. Well, this
1: is not a small space. I mean, we've. We've been to a lot of tiny spaces. Yeah, no, this, this is, a, this, is a, this is not a small space.
4: space. Yeah, we've got um so kind of the front area that includes the tap room and the brewery is about five thousand square feet, and then uh, about another twenty five hundred back in the mill room area that we just finished. We've got yeah about seventy five hundred square feet total that's, upstairs yeah, here. That's that's. I know some brewers would kill for that kind of space. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We'd we love more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, There's always so more space, right?
5: Somehow it all got used on the front of house, but not the, not L- in oh, the back. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah and I've, I've, the I've brewer now chimes in. I've, been, I've yeah. been back there. So what was that? What was
0: yeah. that like coming from another city, and you know, and and coming to a new brewery and, and hopping in and, you know, you're the guy. What's what's that? What's that been like for you?
5: Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it's been a great experience. Like, kind of all the work I've done here i was doing it my previous job so i felt really comfortable with like the scale and kind of the operations and everything um, but i hadn't been part of a brewery that was kind of starting from day one more or less like i came out after the equipment was installed but here for like the first kind of water brew to kind of flush the system and then the very first beer and then david kind of brewed like the next you know, five or six or whatever to kind of get... I have brewed beer here. <laughs> <laughs> to get stocked up. And then I came out after that. And so it was a lot. Like Really, those first six months, like, I really felt was kind of, like, learning the system, getting things dialed in, understanding how to manipulate things to get it to do what I wanted it to do and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's been really good. Just, like, I learned a lot during that time kind of yeah. dialing things in from, like, a day-one perspective.
0: So you guys, like, combining... Uh, you know, putting heads together on recipes or, or how does that work?
4: Nate comes up with most of the recipes. I mean, we, you know, obviously collaborate ideas on, you know, what we're looking to do as we're planning out the year, but um, yeah, Nate just, Nate's got free reign, you know, as far as developing recipes. Has anything translated from your homebrew days to the to the tap taproom? Uh, several of the kind of flagship beers that we're drinking were, you know, recipes that I had, you know, brewed over the years and, you know, knew that wanted to make here make here. um and so yeah it's like the some of them have evolved you know too yeah. we've made changes but like the saison the red um the porter. quarter quarter pale the porter yeah. and the right track ipa were ones that um and then yeah basically like i said everything new has mostly come out of uh, nate's book right on right on
1: has the book grown since you got here or are you still catching up with all your
5: no for (laughs) sure it has Um, you know some things I've had ideas for going back years other things have kind of been more uh, like in the moment or kind of you know pivot from something else that we've talked about or you know like oh we have this but uh, so we don't want to get something too close in line with that so what if we put this spin on it or kind of take it this route so it's been nice um being able to try some stuff out whether it's on like the pilot system too um we can get like a single keg like a half barrel keg off of that so you know for something that we're not sure how much kind of fanfare will be about it like right. a like a smoke like did like a no it's like a great sir like a smoked Hellas smoked pilsner basically mm. like Smoke beers aren't for everybody so it's nice to be able to do it on yeah. A yeah. scale. <laughs> and, yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know 10 barrels of <laughs> smoked beers and that trying to get rid Drink of it, right? this
0: please so what, what size is the system back there what size is the system uh it's a seven barrel system okay. yeah
5: good so size have, yeah three seven barrel fermenters and then like two fives that we'll do like uh split batches into or like a half batch stuff like that
0: are there particular styles you like to brew more than others
5: uh yeah i mean somewhat seasonally like it's always nice um Granted, with, like, the flagships, there's kind of a variety that's on year-round, but kind of when you get into fall and winter, like, using some of the darker malts and more caramel malts, like, just the aromas in the brew house are a little different when you brew darker beers. Um, I like brewing lagers just because they're, um, you know, brew day no different than anything else, but, um, you know, you just have to be a little bit more mindful during fermentation and stuff like that, so, you know, getting them to turn out consistently and properly is, uh, you know, you always feel good about that, so...
0: What's, what's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta ask the question. Are you one of those guys that thinks, uh, stout should only be drinking, uh, drank in the winter? No, definitely.
1: Okay, no. good, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> Trick question. We're firm believers. It's always <laughs> it's stout, all stout season. season.
5: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> There's a place for dark beer year round for sure. Like, I and mean, that's where, like, you know, like a Schwartz beer, like a black lager. Yeah. Like, it drinks a little lighter, but it's really nice and flavorful. And you know, that, that's, that beer you know, me.
0: they have more of those of grains of right now, and that scares people. Yeah, it but scares it's people. So good, it is. I'm like, it's just a dark lager. Quit yeah. tripping. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's da- it's a dark beer. You know, it's light it's, though. Like it's light yeah. yeah. You know, and you probably know from being from your server days. You know, you, sometimes you got to coach people up because they, they don't know what they what they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and and people sometimes just base it kind of like life on color. You know what I'm saying? And That's I'm true. like, no, just because, you know, it's dark. It doesn't mean it's going to kill you. It's fine. You know. Or, I,
1: or it just means more of those beers for me. <laughs> there <ain't> I, go.
0: <laughs> I, I tell people all the time: like, I don't I don't like this particular style." I'm like, "That's not true. You just haven't had the right, you one. Had yeah. the one, right one. You haven't, you haven't had, mean, had the right one. You know, haven't had the right one." And
1: you take that as a challenge. Though, oh, like, that's, like, a beauty, I, that's, that's the beauty of beer,
0: man. I,
5: I I'm can, gonna
1: convert you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm like, like,
5: it's the right situation. Sometimes you're like in the brew pub setting too. Like if somebody was eating something that. Like a stout went perfectly with, and they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like you're getting like this lamb stew. Like the stout is perfect with that. Like, yeah. You're gonna want that. Like you yeah. don't think you like it, but eat it with, drink it with the food, and it's gonna change how you're drinking it. Yeah, actually.
0: I think I think we need as as beer people, we need to be a little more snobby like wine people. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know,
5: know I, I don't. I,
1: now we're snobby. We're already there.
0: Are we snobby?
1: But you know, I think there's coaching's okay. I mean, you're not, and, and I'm thinking. Uh. There you know, we didn't tell them the rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one of the rules. If you need to burp, just do it into Lean the microphone. In. Yeah. Lean yeah. In. yeah, that was actually a good one. You're going to give me some points on that?
1: Yeah, I exactly. was I'm going I'm to yeah. call that an eight five.
0: Yeah, that, that wasn't a cry burp. <laughs> 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 we learned we learned from the from the fellas down at the River Bluff in the River Market. The cry burps. There there's some there, some burps or like cry burps because they're just terrible.
3: It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> terrible.
0: <laughs> you're just you're just, you're, you're just crying. You're just crying.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to call you the ambassador of see beer anymore. You're the apostle. Because you want to convert. Uh, apostle, that's apostle. Uh,
0: he wants to convert. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> an like an apostle evangelist for beer. <laughs> oh good lord! I'm like the Jimmy Swagger of craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, you know. I was we, gonna say Jimmy Baker, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do another mystery beer? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, shout out to um, Dave and Wendy, um, got a Hold Brewing in Ricker Springs. Really great brewery, really great space, cool ridiculous people. space, great people. I was down there a few weeks ago, and they were in Austin and gave me this beer from Aus- a four-pack from Austin Beerworks. So, Very uh, nice. Nate, I'll have you do the you do, do the honors.
5: All right. What Austin do we got there? Beerworks. We got an American IPA, and accidentally did see the ABV, That's so I'll okay. sit out on this That's one. That's okay. But, uh, what,
0: we'll was, it, it here. was it? Was it? Close to what you thought it was going to be.
5: <laughs> I would say it's it's within style guidelines. I would say, which oh, gotcha. I can't I can't quote off the top of my head, but <laughs>
4: I can already tell it's going to be good. You can already tell. Yeah. Why is that? It's within guidelines. <laughs> so
1: within the,
0: maybe you should name a beer that within within the within guidelines.
1: Guidelines. And then, but you should name beer that, but then be off. Target. <laughs> like, like <laughs> if the guidelines say it you know needs to be between <laughs> four and five it needs to be like nine yeah
5: <laughs> i like i like this sounds like a four-year anniversary party yeah. there uh, for sure is it four years this year <laughs> it is wow it's wow crazy. That, that
0: went fast didn't it yeah, yeah. it really yep. did that, i mean especially with you throwing especially
1: me. half of that being yeah
3: the COVID sky had me. fallen yeah. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dark times <laughs> Smells great. That's an American IPA for sure. It's kind of, you know, old school. Yeah. Just a straight up IPA. I like that. So, yeah, that one's called Fire Eagle. Uh, I'm going to say 5.6. That's my guess. Look at all that head on there. It's, I like that.
4: I'm going to go up to 6. I was going to go 6 2. I was going to go before you so I didn't steal your guess, but I was going to go <laughs> 6 2. <laughs> Well, you're all under. Oh, uh, really? all,
5: all kind of far off. 7.3. No shit. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. No, <laughs> no it doesn't. <laughs> 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 no, I, you know, that's
0: kind of surprising. I like that, though. That's a nice beer. I like that. It's got that, that lingering bitterness that, yeah. you know, when IPAs were just IBAs
5: back in the day, right. <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> no, you're right, because there's like a little bit of kind of residual sweetness yeah. in there, not like, you know, heavy cloying or not like even like a New England IPA type of thing. Mm-hmm. But given that, you would think it's like lower attenuated or like on the lower end of the ABV scale. So it would be 7-3, yeah. but kind of have that much mouthfeel still. Yeah, I do like that, yeah.
0: that lingering little bit of bitterness. I, I do like that. That's a good beer. Shout out to God to Hold Brewing. Cheers. And, yeah, to, and to
1: and to uh, to Austin Beerworks.
0: Yeah, shout out yeah. to Austin Beerworks. Oh, I you like go. the
1: graphics on there too. I mean, you can't see the graphics on a podcast, but they're good, folks. Trust us. <laughs> I mean, it, Google it, look <laughs> it up. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's like you kind of talk about. You can just look at it and know it's them. Right. Because it's, it's an A for Austin, and you know it's got the Lone Star, so you know it's Texas. There we go. That's it's, right. not, it's not Austin. Is there another Austin someplace? I bet there is. I would think there is. One would think. Yeah. Because uh. I know there's there's a Dallas, Georgia.
5: That's true. There's a Dallas, Pennsylvania. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. weird.
0: Wow. There's yeah. a New York, Texas. Known, no, that's weird. They're known for their cheesecake in New York, Texas. No lie. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I
3: feel
1: like
0: this I is the second you time to you brought it I've the I've told you story because it's, 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 it's a weird little tiny town in East Texas, Man. New York, Texas, and they're known for their, for their cheesecake. So there you have it. That's crazy. <laughs> so, Dave, um, obviously – breweries can be anchors for neighborhoods and and redevelopment and things like that. Obviously, downtown Blue Springs is trying to come up, trying to do some things. What's it been like, you know, coming in? Because at this point now, you're four years in, you're kind of an established business that, you know, some people would never come to downtown Blue Springs if it wasn't for you guys.
4: Yeah, no, I think that was, you know, well, part of the appeal of locating downtown was you know to kind of be part of that redevelopment um that's happening slowly um and yeah we there was it was well accepted you know by the community here and um you know downtown and most of the other businesses uh we're excited (laughs) to uh, have us locate down here um i'm
1: sure you see a lot of employee regulars
4: (laughs) yeah um So, yeah, no, we're excited for, you know, to see, uh, you know, stuff continuing to happen down here, and, you know, hopefully, you know, continue that direction, and just, um, you know, Blue Springs downtown has a long way to go, you know, if you compare it to, like, downtown Lee Summit, or some of these other cities that have really grown up their downtowns, and, um, yeah, like I said, I think that was, you know, part of the excitement of being down here was to... Um, you know, get situated, be part of that redevelopment, and then, you know, hopefully reap the rewards of, you know, downtown continuing to, to grow. How was
1: it getting people here, though?
4: I mean, it, it was, like you said, this downtown district's a
1: little little behind some of the others around the, around the metro area. But, like, so was it hard to get
4: people here? Uh, I don't think it's been that hard to get blue springs people here um you know it is difficult to get people out of kansas city and that's probably true of you know a lot of the suburbs um but you know we still have people come out we still get people from all over um but yeah it was just you know once we the word kind of got out you know that we were here because yeah there weren't you know a lot of reasons that people come downtown blue springs like i actually lived here in Blue Springs for several years before really knowing there was a downtown. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got some of the city services located down here, but if you mailed your water bill, you didn't have a right. reason right. To, to, right. to come drop it off and kind of see what was going on. Um, but, yeah, there's a few other, you know, bars, restaurants down here, and, um, you know, hopefully we continue to see more of that. I think it, it, it's kind of interesting because, you know, me working at another brewery,
0: a you know, windshift that's not far from here a lot of times people will stop you know off the highway off i-70 because I- you get a lot of you get a lot of people stay at those hotels over there and they come in They're like is there another brewery i'm like well downtown blue Springs." so it's you know it's kind of a symbiotic thing that you can point people you know in in the direction of here because they might be staying in this part of town so you know i think that's and and we get people who have you guys are sent over to windshift so it, it's kind of uh you know, a, a, not a ping pong. That's not really
1: a... I think craft beer people like to travel, though. They like to go find the beers.
0: Yeah. True.
1: Which is nice. I mean, I think that's a... Like, if you're going to open in a district that hasn't built up yet, this is a nice industry to be in.
4: Yeah. I think it's always helpful when you have multiple breweries, you know, kind of yeah, co-located yeah, because absolutely. it is a destination where, you know, you will get some people from Kansas City like, I'm going to go hit these breweries Like out the here. East Jackson County stuff. Uh, like do But if it's one... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the fun
0: part of, you know, working off I-70, because people, where should we go to next? I'm like, well, you don't have to go to Kansas City anymore, because you remember the days, there was nothing out here in, on the east side of Jackson County. It was just, you know, you had to go to Kansas City if you wanted to go to a brewery, you know, because uh, who was who would be the first, I guess, maybe Fringe or Smoke, probably the maybe the first ones they to open. about the same time. About the same time, but then you probably, you know, you're four years old, so. Yeah, you're um, only a year after, two
1: years, I guess, after them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. So, give or yeah, yeah, take, but, you know, just, I mean, in the last five years, it's kind of been for this side of the county, you know, to actually be a, a, beer, a beer destination, because yeah, it, it, it is now. Do we, uh, Crane is six or seven years old. Do we count them? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can count. Do we count Ray- Raytown? We can count Raytona Beach. <laughs> Raytona
0: Beach. <laughs>
3: Rayville. Well, did they call it Raven. i don't know,
0: I don't know what that is. so what's it what's it been like for you obviously you know you're in the trenches now and you moved to a new town um do you live in blue springs what's it been like for you to move from the east coast and then come here
5: yeah so um i don't live in blue springs my wife and i when we first moved here we uh lived in waldo it was about a mile from casey beerco on the trolley track trail so that was very convenient and nice <laughs> um, and then recently, last couple of years, uh, we bought a house in Pendleton Heights, like Northeast Kansas City. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I'm very excited for Vine Streets. Uh, yeah, yeah, Vine yeah. Street. Here yeah, we I go. go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been good and it's been different. Um, my wife likes to joke I'm an East Coast guy with Midwest values. Um, <laughs> you know, say yes, please, thank you, ma'am. Uh, and Casey's very laid back in general. I'm a pretty chill, laid back person. Like um, Pittsburgh's starting to get like a very busy east coast kind of vibe to it um which kind of wasn't that way when we moved there so that was a little different but um so i I like kansas city a lot um it's been uh making friends as an adult is hard uh (laughs) it was very easy when you're just like playing sports in school and doing whatever and then like college is easy and you're for some people it is whatever and um but like you know you you got work family this and like there's not as much time to just like socialize and hang out and that's where, like, beer's great, but it's also uh, intimidating sometimes because everybody knows everybody, and, like, you're the new person in town. Um, so, like, right when I was feeling like I was starting to see faces again and say hi to folks, then, like, then pandemic yeah, hits and it's yeah. like you're not seeing anybody i'm like ah, i felt like i was just getting to like hey uh let's hang out sometime so you so, feel like uh, you're like in junior high like, yeah right but, uh, just moved to a and new then for town. two years you don't see their faces ever. <laughs> right yeah so it's just kind of been like doing that grime but it's been great meeting a lot of people there's so many uh awesome people in the community out here um and i'm looking forward to you know i think now kind of finally getting back out and reconnecting a little bit and hitting some spots and obviously patio season coming so it yeah. just makes it easier but yeah
1: yeah that's it big patio i'm I'm staring out the window right now
5: yeah it's no it's a really good patio
1: patio.
0: but you know david's smart to putting that solar on it because it it gets a lot of sun so yeah if if you want
4: to get your tan on (laughs) we used to uh do umbrellas out there and then uh one of our covid purchases was this big tent that's covering it that has just been a pain in my ass for two years (laughs) (laughs) every windstorm or snowstorm so you can see right now the cover is not on it and uh yeah, every time that we have to take that off or put it on, it's a, yeah, it yeah, sucks. That
0: seems to be the bane of a lot of breweries' uh, existence when you have to go the tent route because you're like, it's just another thing that that can fly away and, you know, just be we're, gone we're, one day. We're yeah. sorry,
1: Brad, Brad and Brian.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brad, yeah, Brad and Brian. It, 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 I mean, uh, the, the guys that died Measure got the same issue where they had that tent. And, you know, next thing, you know, Hi.
4: one windstorm, it was like <laughs> flailing in the wind. Mangled. <laughs> We've had some crazy windstorms so yeah well, yeah we are in the midwest aren't we it happens aren't we so but yeah look at looking for something permanent here that'd be that'd be yeah. nice
1: i love the idea of, of a solar shade though mm-hmm. that's really cool what's uh what's it looks like you've done a lot of kind of you know traditional styles and stuff you, uh, do you do any any crazy brews any things that kind of like where you're going to throw some curveballs at people
5: yeah we throw some out there for the kids every now and then um <laughs> 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 i definitely crazy had a, kids uh, I definitely I, had a mentor he, that he was means the 21 to 24 <laughs> <kids>. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> i definitely had a mentor who was very like uh kind of technically focused so i got a big appreciation for like quality and kind of appreciating uh just like what it takes to make a, a clean good beer so we definitely air in that direction a little bit but um We do do some stuff with some flavorings from time to time. Um, And right now, we actually got a cool lineup with, um, well, one, there's some barrel-aged beers on, which all turned out really, really nice. We got like a barrel-aged barley wine, a Doppelbox, (laughs) a fruit with molasses. Uh, We got an Imperial Stout. Um, We got a riff of that Imperial Stout that wasn't barrel-aged with some cocoa nibs and orange peel. Uh, That's pretty cool. Um, And then one that's on right now, uh, Remnants. Uh, it was kind of a fun project. We put a saison into some French oak uh, red wine barrels from Amagoni um, and aged it for about two years. Oh. And then blended it with a like a kettle sour base that we then fermented on peaches. That, um, one, got a a, that one got a too. shout
1: out, a couple shout outs on our... Uh did it? On our Facebooks today when, when, when oh, yeah, we were coming yeah, yeah. here. Nice.
5: So, yeah, it was fun. It's like, you know, there's not Brett in it, but it was kind of the closest we've gotten to trying to emulate some of those flavors and kind of yeah. take stuff in that direction. So a lot of nice oakiness, and then, like, the peach is really nice with some acidity to kind of balance it out. So Whatever
0: happened to Brett? Nobody's really doing Brett beers anymore.
5: It's, uh, you know? I mean, they're delicious. They're awesome. It's something I want to do, but then it's like you just – you're opening Pandora's box. Oh, you know, oh absolutely! Uh, you know, so it's <laughs> absolutely not that like we can't do it or don't have the systems in place too, but it's yeah. Uh, it's just something I'm not. I'm just like once like, the cat's out of the bag, you know. Yeah, so. Martin City. N- did Nate did doesn't
4: a, want us to become an all sour brewery. <laughs> <laughs> well, Martin City that, had a, a really good. Bre- it's been years since they
0: did it. I think it was all. It was called uh, something House. I can't remember Martin House or something like that, but they, it didn't pour worth a damn. It was just it was just foam Mm -hmm. upon foam it was you know it's like you know it's like you go down to alma mater and get their you know their 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 pilsner with like the slow pool yeah you gotta get it was like doing one of those but like 20 minutes longer
5: right (laughs) (laughs) and that's the place where you're talking earlier about beer becoming snobby or like just educating the consumer like i think there is a way to do that and kind of talk them through like this is why and you're you know you're kind of putting on a pedestal a little bit like this is something really cool that's happening from this process and um you know you can go down the whole rabbit hole obviously and your average beer drinker probably doesn't really care but it is kind of cool but I, mean, I, I think you
0: have a unique perspective from a lot of people we've talked to i mean you started out you know not even as a home brewer you were just you know serving beer and then here you're now that's a different path than a lot of people we've really talked to yeah. which it kind of gives you like you said you know if you need to pop behind the bar you know what the hell you're doing where a lot of brewers they don't want to they don't want to they want to Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to hang in the back yeah, and make I, I don't do need thing. to come out. Front. You're also
5: describing me most days right now. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> but you have the ability to come from yeah, from sure. from the shadows, and it, you know it
1: gives a little different street cred.
0: <laughs> I would call it street cred. I love it.
1: <laughs> barback cred? No, that's no, it's
0: not bar <laughs> barback No, he's serving beer. He's not picking up glasses and taking them to the, to the dishwasher. Good lord. <laughs> The we, we and, gotta, I'm not above all, we, that. You know. We all to I mean, I'm not either. Yeah, you know? We all I mean, starting
1: somewhere. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, I, I find you not know, I find everybody myself can walk at, in. I get that, but I find myself <laughs> at breweries just there's glasses. Let me go take those to the bar. That's just one of my pet peeves. I, oh I, I yeah. It's my, you know, you know, you know what? Shout out to my mother. My mother was that type of mother. At you know in the summer, you had one glass, used it all day, right? Um, and you certainly don't leave dishes in the sink at night.
3: So Fair enough. I'm that's just, a, that's I'm inviting
1: like, bad things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and so, mainly, I mean, my mother would come hit me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, you
0: know, I'm just, I'm like, let's let's put the glasses at least close to the bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for those folks out, out there that don't do it, we are not restaurants.
5: <laughs>
0: we're we're breweries, people.
5: <laughs> and treat your restaurants better too for that. <laughs> oh so <man>. yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Tip your waitstaff, please. Clean
5: <laughs> <Throw> up <laughs> under your child when they destroy the carpet underneath the right. table. Right. Uh, yeah. A little, a little bit. If, little.
0: if you're on a, if you're on a pub crawl, don't throw up. That happened this past weekend. It was rude. Mm. Anyway, uh, uh, let's do the last mystery beer before we uh, wrap yeah, there this are so up. So many mysteries. Well, there's always three mysteries. Sometimes we don't get through all three, but I feel like I'm with the right crew. Um,
1: I think we'd be doing them a disservice if we didn't. Yeah.
0: So again, this is an- another beer karma beer. It was put in my mailbox.
4: <laughs> so, David, you want to do the honors? All right. What we got there? Speaking of Alma Mater. Yeah. We have their Dripping in Orange, uh, New England-style double IPA. Okay. Dripping in orange. When was the last time you dripped in orange? Well. (laughs) He said, well.
1: There was that that Wednesday in February.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really don't want to talk about it. But I will if you want me to. I I, I do love Alma Mater's um, uh, can labels because they're just – you know it's theirs. Yep. Um, very very simple, but you definitely know it's theirs. That's a pretty beer, I tell you that.
5: They do a nice job in general across all the styles. I oh, think. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Nick's uh, a, a good guy. We need to get him on. I don't think we've, yeah, no. Yeah. We, he was on he – uh, he's still on the docket. Everybody's on the docket. We're trying to knock out Eastern Jackson County. So we've got, we got you guys. We're going to do Crane. We're going to do um, – uh, three trails, uh, Three trails. right? On. And, and apex. smoke, and apex, and smoke. So we got four, four to go. I and think that smokes,
1: it. smoke's on a counter. Yeah, that's
0: kind. a pretty beer right there. I tell you that. Oh, that's good. Tastes nice. Yeah.
1: That's delicious. Yeah,
0: it's got a uh, super soft mouthfeel, if you will.
1: They hit it a
0: lot. Real really. hazy. Yeah. All right, Nigel. A little hot bitterness on the end. I I do like that. Kind of lingers. Um, it's it's a double what you said, right? That's right. It doesn't drink like a double.
4: No, it's, it's
0: it does not drink like a double. But since we're gonna go true to style, like said, <laughs> <laughs> within guidelines, I'm, I'm gonna say I don't know seven point eight. That may be low. I'm just I, I it probably is low.
4: It's gonna take a seven five on this one.
0: Oh, okay. You're gonna go lower than me. Okay, okay.
4: Um, I feel like most of their stuff hits in the 8s
5: when they go double, so I'm going to say 8.6. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Next, like, he, now he's, he's being strategic. 8.2. Eight, two. Okay. What do we got? Services. Survey says. Survey Eight. says. Oh. 8.0. 8.0. Oh. 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 And you went. Five. Oh yeah, you, oh. Get, you get the rest of that beer there's that anything. That's, else. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a tasty beer. That's not, you know, they like you say they they kind of they kind of hit the mark. Yeah,
5: they do a nice job. You know, uh, sure. m-
0: most of the time. Um, I mean, to me, that's 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 the the mark of a good brewery. If I go up and down your tap list and everything's like true to style, consistent, you know, because a lot of times people will judge breweries just based on well, I not I didn't like that style.
4: But they don't know the style. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. You Those know? are
4: the fun uh, untapped reviews. Yeah. Don't like sours, <laughs> yeah. One star. I had to, and I've told, I've, <laughs> I've told, I've told this story
0: before. Um, I was a windshift working behind the bar, and there was, was a buddy of mine, a beer buddy. i, I know him just from around the breweries, and and he he rated this beer. I'm like, why did you rate that? Well, I don't like that style. I said, you're going to change that rating. <laughs> if you don't like the style, I said, I said go read what, the, read what the style is. And he read it. He's like, is it true to that style? He's like, yeah. I said, then why would you rate it that? I said, that's rude. And he changed it. I said, be more educated, man. You're a, and he's a guy that goes to all the breweries. I'm like, yeah. you know, what's rule number two? Don't be a dick. Rule number two in life, don't be a dick. What's rule number one? <laughs> don't die.
1: Don't <laughs> <laughs> and look, you know what happens when you follow those rules?
0: You get beer karma. Beer karma. Beer karma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, none of these beers that I buy—that's all beer karma beer. See how that works? A, you know why? It's a life lesson. Because I'm not a dick. It is a life <laughs> lesson. Teach your kids: don't be a dick. <laughs> so what's uh, what's in the, what's in the plans for for East Forty? You guys, obviously. Have room to you? you obviously got the 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 room back there, patio. I mean, you're. It's. I feel like you guys are getting bigger and
4: bigger. What's you have like a master plan going forward, two, three, five years? Uh, this event space was was the plan. You know, that was our future plan. So now that we've achieved that, um, you know, we're really just trying to grow into our shoes. I guess. Um, you know, we've got the space that we've got. Um. So, I mean, on a lot of nights of the week, uh, you know, we have room to fit more people in here. Or, you know, as we start to book out the event space, we've got, you know, a lot of open dates on the calendar. So, really just trying to, like I said, kind of grow into that. Um, You know, we've got more capacity on our brew system. So, um, yeah, just trying to to grow here. We're not necessarily looking to do, um, you know, widespread distribution i mean that's never been part of the plans uh we do kind of small scale a little bit of self-distribution um but with self-distribution that means you know you do it all yourself so um you know really and that's kind of to get our beer out to some different places where people might you know see it or try it for the first time and then hopefully come to see us because that's where you know you actually make money on it you know it's not on the keg that we sell to the bar. anything like that so you know we might grow a little bit in the distribution as far as um, we're getting ready to get a new canner that's going to be a lot more efficient than you know what we have now so that'll give us the ability to you know put some cans on a few shelves Um, but again you know not looking to to get it you know hot and heavy you know all over the place are you guys on tap handles at other places now there's a few, um, you know, they're mostly kind of in and around Blue Springs. Well, um, name them. We can send people over there and drink your beer. At least they'll drink your beer.
0: They might come sure, here, right? Sure,
4: yeah. Um, I mean, we've got it at the uh, the Miller Theater um, up north Blue Springs, um, over at Brewers, and the pizza place down on South 7, uh, Colonial Gardens, which is kind of on the south side of Blue Springs. They'll carry some of our stuff in, in bottles and some of the cans, too. And then, um, yeah, because I we're not going. Uh, we're at the, the Captains in, in Latawana and in right. Green Valley. Um, but, yeah, not trying to go too far. That's but, not bad. You know. no, that's, that's a good that's, list. No, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a really good list. I mean,
0: it, 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 it exposes you to people who may not know you here, which is, you know, that's kind of the point, right? Yeah, exactly, you yeah. Know?
4: Yeah, you know, try it, see it, try it, and then, yeah. you know, you know, what is this? Oh, yeah. this is good. Exactly. You know, when I actually exactly. go there and try the other, you know, 14 beers we've got on tap. Yeah
1: are you are you expecting the crowds in here to really grow though i mean you know i the all of the restrictions are gone from the from the COVID times it seems like yeah really here finally i mean are are you expecting the the foot traffic you wished you had the last two years
4: yeah it's yeah we're seeing it already i think just the past few weekends have been you know really really picking up from where they have been so you know i kind of feel like we're at where we were two years ago you know like 2020 was you know ramping up and looking like it was going to be a really nice year and then you know yeah shit hit the fan and and um yeah we're like kind of on that same trajectory now this year now that everything's calmed down with covid and yeah. coming into spring here i feel like that that means nate's gonna be brewing more beer
5: hey fair <laughs> enough <That's laughs> right. how
1: often are you brewing
5: uh typically like once or twice a week basically every week um you know, there's some fluctuation in there, like, with the the small system doing specialty stuff. So, like, um, you know, one week it might be more than that, or, you know, another week maybe you just hit it where the tanks are full or you don't need something, so you kind of skip a week. But typically, yeah, once or twice a week.
4: And some of the things, too, we've, you know, done you know, we don't have to brew the full capacity of the, you know, brew system, you know, at seven barrels. So, you know, it could brew a four barrel batch, you know, if we want to make sure that we're going through it and it's not getting old. Right. Uh, to where now it's like, you know, just make it bigger, just, you know, brew a full batch or something. Now you guys all
0: also have on your menu cocktails and I've had the cocktails here. They're cocktail, Nick telling you the cocktails here, bro. So Who's responsible for those? Because you guys, I mean, you don't come to a brewery th- expecting to get a great cocktail. But you guys are really good at it. Where, what? Who Who came up with that and who's who's the mastermind behind those?
4: Yeah, we, uh, I think, always, well, so we have 30 taps. So we knew we weren't ever going to have 30 beers. So <laughs> kind of the idea was we're, you know, a tap room. Um, so we want to have everything kind of on draft. And that applies to the cocktails too so a lot of the cocktails we actually you know pre-batch into kegs and then you know we serve them off a draft and we've gotten kegged wines um we have several non-alcoholic things and you know several of those are kegged too like cold brew coffee uh we make a ginger beer yeah, um
0: the ginger beer is fire
4: yeah so but yeah as far as you know coming up with uh recipes and stuff when we Opened, we had a taproom manager that, um, you know, came up with some of those cocktail recipes that have persisted, you know, till now. Um, And then we do, you know, occasionally we'll change things up, um, you know, rotate through some of those seasonally. um, And that's just kind of, um, you know, a combination of myself, um, one of our, our, well, we have a new uh, beverage manager, Nick.
0: Um, Nick, Shout out to
4: Nick. Yeah, come up with some of that stuff. Not you. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you didn't know you got a new
0: job. You're the uh, beverage manager. Yes. It's <laughs> <is a> lifelong <laughs> dream. dream. Welcome aboard.
1: Dan, you're fired. <laughs> damn Nobody likes Dan. that Dan guy. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out.
4: That's awesome. Well, you, said,
1: you said uh, you, yeah. anniversary's coming up. Yeah. So when
4: What's is the four-year anniversary? What's the date? June. Um, it's... We don't know what the actual anniversary. I is. I definitely don't. <laughs> if you don't, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ambiguous. like the 10th to the, 16th. So we always do like a a week, week yeah. You know, yeah. anniversary a week. Uh, so I think that's the kind of like. Is there 10th a special brew 13th? happening
5: for this? Yeah, there will probably be a few kind of specialty one-off things. So we can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's normally like three, know. three or four over the course of the week. We'll release on different days and think 2020 we did them all in like a four-pack format just because you know more things were to go then or everything was probably to go then but um yeah it'll all be on draft and just here nice. only like by the point yeah
0: and for, and for the uninitiated um i will say uh the they do some yearly releases where angels tread and what's the other one um like fools rush in yeah fools yeah. rush in if you've never had those beers i'm
4: telling you you're doing it wrong I'm just gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
0: say right now. Okay. Those come out. I'm like, yep, coming to get that. Yeah, yeah. Those
4: are sure. those are really great beers. We've got one coming out uh, next month, yeah, April. That's a a yearly release um, that's been pretty popular every year that we've done it. It is the beer formerly known as Calm Me Maybe. Oh yeah yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It's a honey lavender IPA. Yep, yeah yeah. That's um, a good one. Yeah. Did
1: nice we get fun. did we get a cease and desist at some point? Uh, we got a uh, from, from the government. We did not get <laughs> approval on the
5: name because it uh, suggests there are like uh, medicinal benefits from. Uh, <laughs> so now it's just maybe <laughs> is the name of the beer. Yeah, it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. You know what? The, the, God, the, the, bless the bureaucracy. God
1: bless the bureau. God bless the Oh yeah. I mean, it's,
5: it's, it's Ten totally Miles re- of it's red totally tape ridiculous. every time you turn. I mean,
0: some <laughs> of the stories you hear about, you should stop doing this or that. I'm like, really? Does the government need to be really in beer? Yeah. I'm going to vote no on that.
5: I'm going to vote. Regulations though. can be good. They can be good. Sometimes they are not. Yeah. I mean,
1: yes. I, I I feel like It is possible to be both.
0: Yeah, I feel like brewers and breweries get more scrutiny than a lot of businesses who should get more scrutiny. You know what I'm saying? We're make we're we're making product for the people, man. For the people. I don't know anybody who's died um beer from a beer. Beer for the people. Beer for the people. Do we need to do a shirt? Is that a shirt? Uh, that I could like be that, a, that could be an East Forty shirt. Be, beer, beer, for the people. I dig it. East Forty Brewing. There we go. Beer for the people. I like it. There I we go. Like the, you know what? You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Tear the page out of the notebook. <laughs> 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 All right. New notebook.
5: collab brew for the anniversary. Beer for the people. You guys want to come brew a beer? We'll Absol- be Absolutely. You know what? It's Nigel's turn. It, yeah. He we did a we did a
0: collab with uh, Transparent. Nick had this crazy idea. He wanted to do a Christmas stout. So it was that, it was, uh, uh, what was it, cinnamon? Oatmeal
1: stout with uh, cranberry and cinnamon.
0: Yeah. It turned out really well. Sounds but it, nice. was, it was, I wanted him to have like an actual, you know, back in the day. He wanted you know, me to get you my know, ass back kicked. At, you know, <laughs> back in the day, you were homebrewing and you were in the garage, and you were sweating, doing all those things. That's not the system that Nolan has well, down at Transparent. <laughs> first of it's way all, too Nolan easy. Nolan has
1: the BMW of systems.
3: H- his second was close. Of,
1: second of all, Nolan is a smart, smart man and didn't let me do very much.
0: But even if he did, I, I just he didn't he but, didn't break a damn sweat. I'm just gonna say but, it
5: right now. <laughs> There's only so much you can do sometimes on a brew day but, when you don't know the system.
1: Marcus. Nolan is right in not trusting me to
3: do things. I just I just wanted him to, you
0: know, <laughs> you know, Nolan has the nice mill where you you know, you just dump the thing in and it goes to you know, to to the mass ton. I'm like, no, I need you to pick up a bag. <laughs> or, I, I picked or, up a bag. or, or, or twenty four buckets. I was doing that. God. It was not the same. You've got bro. video to prove it. Yeah, I do. It wasn't a great video. But, you know, <laughs> I did judge him on his squeegeeing of a floor after the brew day was over. He's not really good at it. <laughs> you know what? It got to the drain. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. You want to come squeegee? <laughs> yeah. No, we're definitely down. That would be awesome. We'll come do a collab. It is it my turn. Fun. But you know what? That's okay.
1: That's all right. You, you, can,
0: you, can, you can shoot the video this you time. Know, you know what? You, you
1: can teach the young man how to do it.
0: you know what (laughs) i can do that (laughs) grandpa nigel there you go there you go (laughs) fellas it's been great to have you guys on we we appreciate it i don't know what took us so long we're bad at our jobs is it oh this is a job are we getting paid (laughs) someday
3: (laughs) (laughs) someday. there's a dream
0: (laughs) Uh, tell people where we can find you guys like on social media like the brewery. And yeah,
4: all. east40brewing.com. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Don't really do a lot of Twitter. Need to do more of that. But we have, we have a Twitter. We again. have a Twitter. Yeah, you need to
0: get on beer. Beer Twitter is great, man. There's a, there's a beer He's Twitter. A, a, a Apostle
1: Nigel. He's I getting back on <laughs> Beer Twitter, I'm telling you.
0: That's where it's at. Instagram is it, good for beer, but beer Twitter, man, there's some great people out there. I mean, we've, we've dug up people for the show just based on Twitter. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's been good in that regard. That
1: was that's been a good for me as I dove into the beer world because of you. Oh, it's all your fault, by the way.
0: Oh, I take. I was I was a fine, upstanding story. citizen. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> before before well, I met, a, yeah, he was a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like recovering journalists. a recovering <laughs> journalist. So Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter. There, there is a Twitter.
4: Yep. Um, untapped. All that. Untapped. But uh, yeah, best place to find us is come down to downtown Blue Springs. What's the address? 1201 West Main Street in Blue Springs. Downtown Blue Springs, baby.
1: There you go.
0: The home of Nick Parker. Former home. Well, you're a native. Native. You're a native. Anyway. Yeah. Where can they find us, Nick?
1: You can find us, you know what? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can even, hey, Alexa, play the beers with Nigel, that podcast. I I stumbled through that, but I really want that to work sometime.
0: (laughs) I see (laughs) it. I see a flight in your future. <laughs> Since you've never been here.
1: And you can follow Beers with Nigel on the Twitters? On the yeah, beer Twitter. The Instagrams? Instagrams. The book of faces?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's that. I think that's what I think that's all we are. Um You oh, can you, watch YouTube. us YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube when we, do video. when we
1: do a video which we we didn't do today cuz we're lazy. And uh, sometimes you put it on that Vimeo thing for the for the video snobs. I think I've given up on, on Vimeo. Have you, have, you, have you put your snobbery to rest? <laughs> are you are you TikToking?
0: <laughs> no, we talked about that. We we're nah, like, I, I, I'm not I, I'm not sure how to TikTok look, actually. I think men <laughs> of a certain age don't TikTok. I was gonna
5: say I think we're all showing our age, and I'm totally fine with that. We are all set. <laughs>
0: However, I do know people of a certain age who are TikTokers. I don't I don't I, you know uh, <laughs> look. I've hit a spot in
1: my life where I don't want to learn more of certain things. And I've decided TikTok is one of those I don't want to learn. And just because it's called
0: TikTok. I mean, And it's it's spelled wrong. (laughs) It's spelled (laughs) wrong. The editor
1: in me really hates that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) TikTok, get it right.
1: (laughs) Look, if you spelled it right, I'd try it.
0: Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We'll be back the next time you listen, I suppose.
1: Yeah, the next time we drop an episode.
0: (laughs) That's that's the way it works. Peace. (laughs) Drive safely.
1: (laughs) and tip your waitresses and bust your own tables
0: <laughs> right.
2: you've been listening to beers with nigel a show about beer and other stuff hosted by nigel woodbury and that other guy nick parker Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.